everything bad. God is bad. God is not bad. God is good. Come on. You just got to proclaim it in your life. Come on, let's do that. You are good, God. We proclaim it today. You're awesome, God. You're not life for Lord.
Father, you see our hearts. You see the hearts and the intents of man. You judge our thoughts, oh God. Father, just pray for, for everyone in this place, Father God, that we turn our affection, that we turn our eyes on you, God. Now, Father, in this walk, Father, there may have been struggles this past week. And Father, too many to mention. God, it's in your presence. It's in your presence where we receive our identity. I'm not my sin. I'm not my mistakes. I'm not my past failures. I'm who you say I am. And if, God, there are things in my life right now that I need to change, then you tell me. Because you're God. I just feel right now in my heart that God is saying some of you guys are just full of pride. Some of you guys are just full of rebellion. There's things in your heart that that you're holding out against God. And God is saying, like, open every room in your heart. Picture your heart. Just give you this illustration. Picture your heart like a house with many rooms. And you'll say, God, I'll give you this this room. And I got I'll open up this door for you to come in here. But I won't give you that door. For some, it's relationships. For some, it's fear. For some, it's, it's, it's different things. Just let God into your life right now. We're just going to let, let the music play. I'm going to give you this time to just pray. These next two minutes, just pray to God. And say, God, this area of my life, I know it's not right. I know I shouldn't be there. I know I've made mistakes. But I need your help.
lifted high. Be lifted high. Be lifted high. For your glory be lifted high. Be lifted high. Be lifted high. For your glory be lifted. Father, just pray in the name of Jesus that every person here, Father God, will learn to lift you high. Father, I pray right now and I come against those idols in our lives that we may erect up before you. Father God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you put conviction in our hearts, the things that we place before you, God. God, we give you this time to speak to us. Father, we ask that you speak in the time of the service, in our announcements, Father God, in our life groups, and the things that we have planned out, Father. We ask that you bless it, and God, that you go with us with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, come on, everybody said, come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. If you guys could just do me the favor, let's just go ahead and straight right into our life groups, warriors, saints. Soldiers, let's do it. Come on.
controller, rock and roller. Got on my side, we can rock the show, bro. Stage is popping, peeps jumping. Couple bad boys outside be locked in, but we ain't touching. I got the love and came to praise God, never came to stunt him. Never came to impress with the flow. That's right. Got a speech for the mic and I'm talking. So Christ came on the earth just to give us life. So I hope that you really get to know him. Don't. Had you like that it's China, it's glory show. Never the mind, but I love more the Lord of hosts. So had to link up UK to West Coast. C-A-G notes. Fifteen more seconds. Fifteen more seconds. Fifteen more Two, one, two. Amen. Mic check one, two, one, two. If you guys can sing the first two rows for me, please. If you fit. If we don't fit in the first two rows, you can use that third row. I'm introduce you. Guys, we got a special treat for you. Everybody say special. And how do you say treat in Spanish? Someone said threat. Special threat. No, it's not. That's, that's not it. A special threat. Hey, hey. Sound like an Italian. Italiano. Hey, hey. Special threat. Okay. We got a special treat for you guys. It's not candy, even though that's a lot of fun. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Make sure I'm doing this right. Announcements break out right out. Okay, so so we got time for announcements. The special threat for you guys, Cynthia, your very own, is coming up and doing our announcements. Give it up for Cynthia, y'all. Come on. All right, can I can I get a what what? Where are we? We're in elevator. Can I get a what what? All right, we're in Elevate. We meet every Friday at 7.30. Can we say 7.30? All right, no later than that. So get here, whatever you need to do. Find a dollar, hit your ride, but you need to get here at 7.30, okay? Invite all your friends. We've got a new contest going on, all right? You got to slice that? But um, we got a contest going on. So basically, this is this is it. It's a one, three, five, all right? One, three, five. So the first, when you bring a first, when you bring um. 
a visitor, what happens is you, that visitor gets a prize, right? Now, here's the, here's the cooler part. When you bring three visitors, so that's you plus three people, so that's four, you get a whole pizza party for the whole youth group. So it's no, let's, let's bring ten people. No, it's three people plus you, so it's four, all right? The next level is this. If you bring five friends with you, so in total it's five friends plus you, it's six, you're going to get um, a $50 gift certificate or gift card to the hip. So you can go buy whatever you want. You can go get kicks. You want to go get a fitted. Whatever you want, you can go. All right. Um, Elevate Spirit Week. Is that Thursday? No, that's today. All right. Um, Spirit Week. Spirit Week. Let's see. Well, can I see who's from Shurs? If you're from Shurs, let me get a. Rah, rah. All right, Shurs. All right. If you're from. <laughs> If you're from Lane, let me get a. Ooh, if you're from Lane, boo! <laughs> all right, right, right. Let me see. If you're from Vaughn, let me get a. Hmm. Mm. All right, let me see. Any other high schools? Rep your high school. Prosser, Prosser. Let me get a. All right, nice. <laughs> all right, right. If you're from, if you're in a high school, let me just get a. Oh yeah, and if you're in um, <clears throat> elementary school, <laughs> all right. Well, clearly I got some of y'all repping different colors, so we got the whole spectrum in there. But uh, let's go on to the next slide. The Spirit Week. This was that week. Okay, get ready. Okay, how many of you guys like a competition? I like competition. All right, so we have October 27th. That's our E night, but it's not E night. It's E game. So basically, it's the Saints versus the the JC Soldiers versus the Warriors, and we're on a competition with each other. There's gonna be points awarded for whichever small group brings. The, I mean, life group brings the most kids. All right, most most students. Whichever life group has the most kids, you guys get a prize. You get more points. And then at the end of the whole group, everyone's gonna win and get pizza. But it's always for bragging rights. Well, my small group or my life group is the best. My life group had the most people. My life group whooped you guys at the scavenger hunt. All right, and that's what it's about. So bring a friend. Remember, the contest still goes on, and it's October 28th. Okay. All right, everyone, say vision. Vision, our vision here at Metro Praise, a.k.a. Elevate, is uh, loving God, loving people. Can we say loving God and loving people, right? That's our vision, and our strategy strategy that we that we use to get to do that is connect, mentor, and send. Let's do this. Everyone connect. All right, everyone go mentor. We're all going to mentor. We're going to learn something about Jesus, right? And we're going to send. And we're going to go like this and send. Right, that's the strategy we use, aka that's what we do Wednesdays for discipleship. If you are not in discipleship, let me let me see all your hands. All your hands. If you're if you don't come Wednesdays, let me see your hand. If I don't see you Wednesdays, uh-uh, come on. If I don't if I don't see you Sun if I don't see you Wednesdays and you are not in 101 and you're not to one, raise your hand. Alright, leaders, those are the ones you talk to. Alright, guys. Alright, so this is what it is. We need to be disciples. Start the 101. You want to get on the stage and you want to tell us how much you can sing, you can play the drums, you can play the piano? Get in the 101. We'll train you up to do that, to be leaders, to be on the mic, like me. Alright? Um, talk to Adam, Ellie, Layla, and myself. Alright? Now, live groups, if you're part of the Warriors, let me get a... 
the Warriors meet every Sunday at 2 p.m. right after service. So come to morning service and you'll be hooked up. All right, and if you're a JC soldier. All right, they meet every Saturday at 6 p.m. at Adam's house. If you got, if you're at, it, if, in, if you're in his small group, just give Adam a call. Now, if you are a saint, <laughs> yes, yes, that was good. We beat everyone. Yes, so we meet Sundays at 2 p.m. All right, so Sundays at 2 p.m. All right, right after service. So you be in competition with Sunday. All right. Now, S-U-M. Can I get my S-U-M-ers to go, what, what? Yeah, it's only four of us. It's okay. It's okay. But I'm part of the Bible college, and the Bible college just reaches, it just teaches me how to lead. It teaches me how to be a woman of God. It disciplines me. It changes my life. I've, I'm graduating, all right, in a few more months. And I'm going to be what? I'm going to graduate with a biblical degree. And not only that, but God has disciplined me disciplined me and changed me so much in these past three years you have no idea if you want to find out ask me ask adam ask ellie ask layla ask you rocks your world if you want more about this bible college talk to me i have all the information in the back and i'll hook you up with one of these cool bracelets Next. <clears throat> all right so ties and offerings can i get everyone to stand up to your feet please all right, what is a tithe? Everyone tell me. What? Say it with me. 10%. Say it with me. 10% of your total income. That's your tithe. So if you have $10, your tithe is $1. Now, you have an offering. That's after the $1. So if you want to give your whole 10 bucks, your tithe is $1. And then $9 is your offering. All right? So let's get that. What can everyone give me the tithe of two hundred thirty-four dollars and seventeen cents? What's the tithe after that? Hey, hey, hey. Okay, ready? Raise your hand. What? What's the? No, come here. All right, come here, Ricky. No, come here. All right, what's what's the tithe? Twenty-three dollars and. 42 cents. Woo! You rounded down. That's it's 42 cents, guys. It's 42 cents. It's 42 cents. But but that's what it is. Two, you move the decimal over. That's what you saw. He moves it over once and it was what? Alright? So now um can I get the tithing buckets, please? <laughs> Alright, uh, let's all say this together and then I'm gonna pray. Ready? The count of three. One two, three. Acts 10. No, 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 no. <laughs> Acts. We're going to start with Acts, okay, guys? We, we call, we name the, the book of the Bible, right? And then we say the verse, okay? Now, one, two, three. Acts 10.35. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. If you can bring up the buckets, please. All right, if you guys can all just bow your heads in respect. All right, and we're going to collect tithes. Lord God, I thank you, God, for this for this night. Lord God, I thank you, God, that you put on our hearts, God, to keep your commands, Lord, to live righteously before you, God. And I pray, God, that as every student, God, comes up to give, Lord God, that you will bless their blessing, God, that they will continue to be um, generous, God, that they, they will continue to just grow in you, Lord God, that you continue to just bless them, God, with 
finances or whatever they have to give, Lord God, that you don't judge whether they give a dollar or a hundred dollars, Lord God, but you know that they are keeping your commands, God, because they tithe off the gross income, Lord God. So I pray that you just bless this service. God bless the word tonight, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. So everyone come up. If you can lower that down for me. All right, you guys ready for some Bible quiz fun? I need some scholars here. I need some scholars. I need people who look into the Bible and be like, yeah, I got it. All right, so let me see. I'm going to pick two people. Let's say, let's get some volunteers. All right. I get Jason, I get Alec. Woo! All right. Okay. For the glory of the Whoppers. Let's see. What is the last book of the Bible? Revelations. Did we give it to him? Alec, did he raise his hand? For, I mean, Adam, did he raise his hand first? Okay, okay. I'll do another one, I guess I'll do another one, alright. This is a little easier, so I'm gonna make it What is the first book of Hold on? Hold on, you didn't even hear the question, man. Gosh, man. Put your hands down, put your hands down. New Testament. Ah <laughs> What is it? Oh no, you gotta tell me what it is first. Hold on, hold on, he didn't he didn't do it yet. Matthew. Ah, there you go, give it up for it. Yeah. Can anybody say this word? I don't know how to say it. All right, Aaliyah, come up. Because <laughs> she said it first. And Jesus, come over here. All right. I'll make this a little hard for you guys, but you might get it. You're like raised in church your whole life. Come on. So, where was Jesus born? <laughs> Where was he born? <laughs> I know. Three seconds. Three, two. Oh, Bethlehem. Yeah, she said it right. There you go. Give it up for Leah. Monique, come up. Leilani, come up. <laughs> Deacon battle. Fight! Alright. I'm going to make this very hard. What is the technical term for speaking in tongues? Oh my god. It's okay. I love you still. Alright, that was fun, alright? Come on guys, so just give it up. We're gonna do it next week. It's awesome, alright?
And many, 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 give it up for Ellie and the Bible quiz. Or Bible scholars. I think next week we might just have someone come up to the test against Ellie. Ooh. Well, that'd be cool. I'd like to see Lawrence and Ellie go at it. That's my. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> I just had a full on dream. They're just going at it. And the only way I can explain it. Okay. Lord, clear my mind from that right now. <laughs> i got to preach His Word. Amen. Thank you for coming on out. Again, guys, Fridays at 7.30. We're having this new thing. If you guys didn't hear, I just, we just like reiterating things. We're having a new incentive for you guys to bring out your friends. Okay? One... I'm going to say... Habra, habra, habra. Habra, habra. Habra. So, so this is what we're doing. If you bring one friend, your friend gets a prize. You bring two friends, they both get a prize. You bring three friends, this whole entire youth group gets pizza. Hey, a pizza party. And literally, it's going down. We're looking every week. It's like, okay, some person bought three friends. Order it. Like, that's how serious we are about it. And if you bring five friends, you get a $50 gift card. Everybody say $50, $50. gift card. I remember one of the cutest things I've ever seen. My sister, she was a, a tooth fairy. I guess we still believe that the tooth fairy at that time pray for us. Um, but I just remember, <laughs> she goes up and, who gave it to you? The tooth fairy, what did she give you? She holds it up, but it's a $10 bill. She's like, it's a $10. We're like, oh, Dito. Like she had them listened teeth. And so I just thought about that when I said the $50. Oh, Dito, I miss her. Amen. But we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> we're not talking about that right now. And I want you guys to open up your Bibles with me to James chapter 3. We're going to work the Word today. Alright? If not, the Word's going to work you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know what, guys? I've been really practicing in, in my preaching and just coming up with new terms to say. Well, you know, when everybody's flipping through pages or you know, going through the Bible, I'm just thinking about cool things I can say. <laughs> like, what is he saying? Amen. You guys there? James chapter 3. You there? Say, I'm there. Not everybody's there. Is everybody there? How, hold on a second. How many of you guys brought your Bibles to church? How many of you guys got Bibles? Let's start like this. How many of you guys... Let's try, this is a better question. How many of you guys don't have Bibles? Nice and high. I want to look at you. Can we get the spotlight on them, please? I know you guys are putting them down. No, 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 no. He, guys, if you don't have Bibles, we sell them for five bucks in the back, okay? Guys, this is your word of God. When we tell you and when we preach, we want you guys to go back home to, to read what we just actually preached to you guys. So you guys can get it, digest it more. And if you guys don't have a Bible, it's just like, how are you even praying? How are you even living for the Lord? That's going to be one of the hardest things to do. So, guys, we believe in the Bible. It's God's word. Get a Bible. Amen. And encourage your friends, those who raise their hand, I encourage you by this week or next week, uh, it's very inexpensive in the back, five bucks, highlight it, write on it, um, take notes on it, it it's going to be very helpful for you in, in the future and just today, amen? Amen, let's just open up with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for today, God. God, I pray that you speak to us a fresh word, Father God. Lord, I pray that you open up our hearts to receive your word. I pray forth that, God, this word would convict hearts today, God. 
that God, you would teach us as young men and women, Father, how to live holy and righteous lives. God, we want to please you in everything that we say and that we do. Father, so that it can bring you the glory, Father God, so that people may see that's the God we serve. You are a life changer. We proclaim that in our lives. Start with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, Amen. Today, uh, this whole month, you know, we've been doing series, but today we're not going to do a series or this month for, for, uh, um, for better lack, for better, for lack of better words. Thank you, sister in the back. Sister in the back. That's your new name. Sister in the back. Um, for lack of better words, we're not having a series, but what I want to do is just give you things that come up in my heart and my spirit um, as, as things come up because there's been a lot of chatter. Everybody say chatter. There's been a lot of chatter that's been going on in this youth group. And my ears are everywhere. They're not everywhere. I'm not like the Lord, but I have leaders and they come back and they bring report. This happened or this was said or so-and-so is feeling like this or you weren't there, but I saw this. And uh, I've been hearing a lot of things and, and one of the things that's been coming back, it just seems like in different forms, is that a lot of people are, are talking. A lot of people are speaking. And a lot of the things that they're speaking are negative, And a lot of the things that are happening is negative. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what in the world is happening? And I'm talking to some of my leaders. It's just like, it's just their words. They're like they're, they keep on saying things and they keep on getting themselves in more trouble. And, and I'm thinking to myself, and I know that many of us are in high school, uh, grammar school, um, junior high, I just know that our words can get us in a lot of trouble. Can I get an amen? Oh, look to your neighbor and say amen. Your words can get you in trouble. You say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Hello, somebody. What you say? I remember just some of the dumbest things that people would fight for. Or not even fight. Like you, you're walking in high school. You know, someone who thought they were big and bad and they're over here just like, posted up on their locker and you're just walking i mean just just walking you're just being yourself and you look over a dude and you just have like a five seconds there but you're not mean but you just look at him like man he's looking really funny laying on his locker like that and in his mind he's thinking he wants to fight you what you about what, what you're looking at me for if if that's happened to you just just show me raise your hand that's has that only happened to me some of the youngest ones among us that's happened to me yesterday Dito, we'll pray for you. But so many times our words um, can get us into trouble, and especially in high school. Um, last month we just we talked about you know being a voice, using your words, using your mouth to be a positive influence to spread the gospel. And some of us, uh, even to this day, have not done that. Hmm. I'm going to start preaching. Even to this day, we took a whole month to preach, to share your faith. There are some of us today that sat through that entire month that have not shared our faith. And conviction is settling in. And you know who I'm talking about. And, and I just want to encourage you today that you can still have that opportunity to do that. But today I want to focus on some of the negative things that come out of our mouth. And in James chapter 3, it says, Taming the Tongue as its title. And everybody say, Taming. Oh, come on, say it out loud. Taming the Tongue. And it says this, verse, verse 1, chapter 3 in James. It says, Not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. 
We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man able to keep his whole body in check. I love James. And before we read on, I just want to let you know James was a preacher's preacher. I'm talking about if you read the whole book of James, you know how sometimes preachers, they'll say, man, some of you might be struggling with this or some of you might be doing this. James, when he was when he was speaking and he was the leader of the church, he said, you adulterous people, you are the one. And he just wasn't holding back. There might have been people who love the Lord, but he just said in general, he says, you are the adulterous one. You know what happens when he preaches like that? Conviction settles in for those who are not living right. Because what ends up happening, if we, if we started preaching like, you know, some of you may, may not be struggling with this. And what happens in your mind, you start to believe, oh, well, that's not me. He's not talking about me. But James, he, he's going off and saying, and not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And I just want to share just one thing before we move on into the rest of what we have. I'll just probably speak to my leaders. Leaders, the way you talk and act go hand in hand. Amen. The way you talk and act go hand in hand. For my staff, for my leaders, for the leaders in this church, this is true. It's the word of God. And I'll tell you what, we don't come up here just to say that we're your teachers and we're your leaders just because we have the mic. But because we went through the same discipleship, we went through the same training through the word of God. We said, hey, look, this is the word of God. This is my life. Let it judge me. Oh, this, that's this in my heart. I need to get right. And so James, he's saying, look, 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 if you're going to be a teacher, you have to follow it up. And let's just keep on reading in verse 3. When, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest fire is set on by a small spark. The tongue, everybody say the tongue. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. And sets the whole course of his life on fire. And it itself is set on fire by hell. He is not playing around. And James, he goes right into it. He doesn't cut around. He says, like, guys, maybe I've been hearing you guys been saying bad things. Try not to do that. He says, look, the tongue, it will get you in trouble. And he gives us examples. He says, look, look the example of how a small forest fire, a small spark can set such a large forest fire in California where it's really dry, where the sun keeps on beating down and land, any small spark can cause a forest fire. And the forest fire can go on for like days and burn so much of the forest. I don't know if you guys ever seen it, but when that stuff happens, it's just like you can't control it. They literally have to wait for it to go down. They can control it in the area and direction it goes by dumping water on some of the already dry grass or dry uh, trees. But once it's off, it's off. You can't control it. And he gives another example like a ship. You know, these, these big ships, you see them. Like you can look right now. One of our largest vessels um, in, in the Navy is actually right now on the Atlantic. This thing is huge, ginormous. Aircraft carrier. It can hold planes and store them. It can hold uh, armies. It, it's, it's big like that. But it's controlled by a small rudder. In comparison to the whole uh, boat, the whole ship is controlled by a small rudder. Wherever the pilot wants to go, he steers it, and the, and, and the ship goes that way. Or he puts it this way, and it goes that way. What is he saying all to get to this one point? Your tongue can do the same thing. Your tongue 
can get you in a lot of trouble. Your words can get you into a lot of trouble. And I'll, and I'll take this as it goes, as it comes to my mind. I just want just in leadership, and we're going to give you these, these brackets, okay, in, in areas of life that, you, that it may come across. And we'll start off on the most basic ones, your peers, your friends. How many of you guys ever said something to someone who was close to you or, or your friend and you knew that, man, I probably shouldn't have said that? Mm. Or that wasn't building them up, that wasn't good stuff. And how about that next level? How about from a peer to maybe a parent, somebody over you, a leader? Have you guys ever said things that, you know, were inappropriate? That when you think about it now, it's just like, man, I shouldn't have said that because that got me in trouble. How about this? Christians? Christians who, who are who are not setting a good example by what they say? You know, one of the biggest reasons why people don't come to church is because of this, hypocrites. Everybody say hypocrites. Say it nice and loud. Say hypocrites. One of the biggest things the church gets called today is you hypocrites. You say one thing and then you do another. And I tell you the truth, it's not that God is a hypocrite. But what people are saying, they're looking at like, you Christians, you're the hypocrites. And some of us, it may be true. In some area of our life, and I, and I tell you, no one can, can say, well, I'm a master of it, because all of us have struggled with it at some point. And I know that, you know, for myself, I, for me, and I'll just keep it honest, we'll just be the most blatant, like swearing. And I'm not, raise your hand if you swear. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. That's, if you do, that's, we'll, we'll pray for you at the end. That's what altar call is for. <laughs> I swear a lot. You don't just understand. I swear bad words. What do you say? Poop. Like you said what? But you know what they said, right? Okay. I just remember when um, when I was, uh, I grew up in the church and I grew up in a Christian home and I knew not to swear. I knew not to say bad things. The first bad word I said was, uh, I called my brother this. I called him stupid. Don't, don't laugh at me. I, I was I was five years old. Five years old, we were gardening in the front. We had just bought new Converse. I just remember everything. So I'm just going to give it to you as it comes. Brand new Converse. We're working. We're, we're, we're slow little kids. We just brought brand new shoes, and now we're working in the, in the grass in the lawn area. We're just, pray for us. <laughs> pray for us. We're praying, Pastor. We're praying. And I remember, like, my brother got me so mad. Oh, I just don't remember what he did, but he just got me mad. And then I called him, you're stupid. Mom was over here. She's... My brother was uh, celebrating, like, oh my gosh, mom, you know what he said? He got... And it's just, I, was, I knew I was in trouble. I just remember I got into the house, just, you just don't say stuff like that. You just don't say it. We know better. We're supposed to know better. And uh, in high school, that, like, stupid was just like, I said that all the time. I called everybody that. But just in general, how, how innocent and, and our vocabulary goes from, from not knowing, and it's, it's, and it's a form of perversion. That's what it is. Perverse speaking. Because who, who taught us that? Where do we get that from the world? The world talks like that. You know what? We adapt it. So many of us Christians are adapting the way the world speaks instead of speaking what God is speaking. Instead of speaking what the Holy Spirit is speaking. And I'll tell you what, the moment the church, the Christians, young people start getting what the Holy Spirit is saying, you're going to start seeing revival. 
But it doesn't come off of your own good tuition. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And that's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and allow God to speak through us. But so many times we get so comfortable where we're at and we start adapting and we start doing what other people are doing, saying what they're saying. And I'll just read on in, in James in verse 9 or verse 7. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed. And have been tamed by man, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Verse 9, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. How can both, both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives? Or grapevine bear figs. Neither can salt springs produce fresh water. Christians, if you call yourself a Christian, if you say, I'm a born-again believer, just by proclamation, how many of you guys believe that you are a born-again believer? Just go ahead and raise it nice and high like you're proud. Like, yes, that is me. Here is the counsel for today. Watch your words. Watch what you say. Watch it. Oh my gosh, like some of the things that we'll get in trouble for is because some of the things that we speak. And a lot of the times the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. The Bible says it in Proverbs. I'll say it again. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. There's a lot of power in this little organ of ours. Everybody stick your tongue. <laughs> no one does it. Ooh, it's not going to do that. It's nasty. This little thing gets us in so much trouble. This little thing has so much influence. Today in our world, in the secular world, that's why music is so popular. Some of the things that, you know, secular artists are putting out there is becoming so popular and the church is just gobbling it up. We're influenced so much. But yet with that same tongue, we have the power of life and death. Amen. So many times we don't think before we speak. Can I get an amen? We don't think before we speak. What you're thinking will be what you speak. You hear me? What you're thinking here will be what you speak. That's why when the Bible says, you know, we speak things out as though, as though they were. You know, sometimes in your life, when, when you're getting saved, you're going to find out that there's some struggles or some things in your life that, man, I need Jesus on this. Like, literally, like you in your own strength, you, you're still in that same, same mess. And what ends up happening, you, you walk in circles. You ever see somebody walk in circles? I mean, it's ridiculous. You just walk. It's like, what are you doing? That's just frustrating. And so many times in our lives, that's what we're doing. Because we're not relying on the Spirit of God. We're not coming to God in our areas of weakness. And some of us, all of us can, can relate. You know, in this area of weakness, when it comes to speaking, we've all had our failures. What you're thinking will be what you speak. And I want to get to 2 Corinthians 10.5 before I get there. Reiterate that one more time. What you're thinking will be what you speak. Now check this. If you start thinking, I am a child of God, 
I am a born-again Christian. I, I, am, I am living for the Lord. I am holy. I am righteous before the Lord. You start speaking those things out. I am a son. I am a daughter of the King. Hello? You start speaking that out. You start thinking that. How about this? My school will be saved in Jesus' name. I will get through this hardship in my life in Jesus' name. So many times, I mean, we wear our emotions on our sleeves and, and it's just like, what's going on? And then we'll talk to the person and they'll confirm it. They'll speak. They're like, man, I'm going through this rut and I can't get through it. It has a hold on me. By someone's profession, by someone's proclamation, by someone's own words, they give control to whatever um, affliction, to whatever thing um, keeps them in bondage. For right now, if some of the men here are struggling with lust and perversion, yeah, I, yeah, I just keep on, this is who I am. What you're doing is you're giving dominion. You're allowing that thing to continue to be over your life. You're identifying yourself with it. And there's a truth in the Bible. The Bible says that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. We need to start identifying ourselves with the Word of God and what God speaks. Amen? Identify yourself with what the Word of God says. And the Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 10.5. It says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I love that. Paul is writing this out to the Corinthian church, and he's like, he's not playing around. He's just like, look, you take that thought, you make it captive, and you make it submit to the will and the thoughts of God. So many times when we're struggling with something, it's like, man, I don't know if I should sin right now or should not. You know that time before we give into sin, there's always this thought process. We always see things through before we do it. That way, at the end, there can be some reconciliation, or at the end, we can justify or we can cover up. Don't we love to cover up our sin? Mm. The Bible says this, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Well, I'm hard. I can't think. You take that thought that's captive, that the one that's, that's destroying you, the one that's putting you down. Take it captive. Is this what the Word of God says? Oh, I'm telling you. There's freedom in that. There is so much freedom in that. And I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be dead honest. There was a time in life I didn't know if I can get past my relationship with my girlfriend. Giving up. The moment that I gave my life back to Christ, there was still like a month. There was a, there was a period of time where I kept on going back and I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't know if I can do this. It was October 30th, uh, 2007. I rededicated my life to Christ. And there was a point in time where I kept on coming back. I kept on coming back to my girlfriend. I'm thinking, like, oh my gosh, I just gave my life. And she said, I thought you went to church to do this. And what we, you're still with me and you're doing this? Like, there was a point in my life, I, I, I don't know if I can do this. This is who I am. I needed to take that thought that meant I'll never change. I'll never be like this and make it captive to the word of God. What does the word of God say? He who the son sets free is free indeed. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And every time I came to a church service, it's just like, am I saved? And I'm coming up and like, see, see, I'm, I'm helping you guys out. We're talking about the tongue and what we're saying. But a lot of it comes up in what you think. Because what you're thinking is what you'll speak. 
And we need to learn that it's not just, well, I'm just going to shut up for the rest of my life and not say anything because it's just the way I am. That's not the right thinking because you have to understand it's a thought process. Before you speak, you're thinking. You're thinking. And some of us have the problem we don't need to think before we speak. We just speak. So if that's you, we'll pray for you too. Bible says you take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Temptation. Hold on a second. You make that obedient to Christ. Self-abasement. Self-abasement is a form of pride. Everybody thinks that pride, you know, pride is like me, myself, and I. Self-abasement is this low self-esteem. Well, I can't do this. I feel like this, and I, you know, I'm not good enough. It's, it's a form of pride because it, it points back to self, but has a low view of self. That's pride as well. You take that and make it captive to the, to the mind of Christ. And I tell you today, why are we talking about what we're speaking and why are we making it such a big issue? The Bible says this. Matthew 12, verses 33 to 37. I have a couple minutes left. I just want to share this. It says this. It says, make a tree good and its, free, and its fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. Everybody say fruit. Say it nice and loud. Say fruit. You brood of vipers. How can you who are evil say anything good? For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you guys want to highlight something, you highlight that right there. For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. What are you speaking? Are you speaking praises to God? Are you speaking condemnations to your brother? Come on. What are you speaking today? The good man brings the good things out of the good things stored up in him. And the evil man brings out the evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that men will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every careless word that they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted and by your words you will be condemned. See, when I read that passage, I don't think, I don't start to think that, oh, you know what, what I'm saying, guys, it's going to, you understand that you, oh, I'm just going to read it again. I just got to read it. But I tell you that men will have to give an account, listen, on the day of judgment for every careless word that they have spoken. You believe that when you stand before God, you will face judgment? That you know there's going to be a judgment for those who didn't believe in Christ? And for those who did, they're going to stand before God? Okay, stand before our angels, pull out the record. And your whole life is going to be recorded in this book. And God's going to say, what did you say that? And these careless words that we speak, we don't even think like God doesn't care. Jesus says, for by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Don't let your words call into question your testimony. Don't let your words call into question your testimony. So many times, Christians fail at being Christians, at living life for the Lord because of this. It's so true. You, you profess things over your own life. You, you speak things over your, it's like a self, a self, uh, um, it's an evil self-prophecy, if, if you will. Like you're, you're prophesying, this is how I'm always going to be by your words. If you can stand with me in closing, 
I just know today that that some of us struggle in this area, some others more than most. And some of us struggle with our thought process and how we think things. You might not struggle in calling people names or saying things like that. But you may struggle like, man, you're thinking things and speaking things about yourself, confessing things over yourself. I'm not loved. No one loves me. I'm a reject. You think sometimes... I used to hear this preached at at Elevate when I was in Elevate. And I remember just like, who thinks that about themselves? Like, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. I used to think because I had it somehow good in my own world that no one thinks that. And it wasn't until I got into youth ministry as a leader that I see that that's very heavy. That's prevalent around youth. If you can close your eyes and close them. If we can turn off the lights, dim the lights for me, please. I just want to pray for you today. And we're going to take these next couple of minutes, these next 10 to 15 minutes, and just seat God in prayer. This is what we're going to do. We're going to break out the staff. If we can have Cynthia over here in this corner. If we can have Ellie in this corner. And if we can somehow grab Leilani, one of our leaders run to the nursery and grab Leilani and let her have in that corner. And I myself will be in this corner. Here's what we're going to do. Guys with guys and girls with girls. This is what we're going to do. If you struggle with your words and what you say and speaking negative, you have a foul mouth. You gossip. You, 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 your, your jokes, they're not funny or not even funny, but they're, they're evil. You're coming up for prayer like, my jokes are not funny, pray for me. That's not what we're talking about. But your words... They come, they're rooted in evil. We want to pray for you. We're going to have Cynthia for the ladies. If you struggle with your words and the things that you say, when I dismiss you, not right now, when I dismiss you, you come up to Cynthia. If if you struggle with your thought process and how you think, the whole thing, like, man, I, I don't even know. The Bible says to take every, every thought captive to the mind of Christ. If you struggle in your thought life, I want you to come to Leilani. And the same thing for the guys. If you struggle with your words, Ellie in the corner. And if you struggle with your thought life, we want to pray for you. And myself is going to be in that corner. And listen, now is not the time to get too holy and stay in your seat. Well, that's not me. I don't deal with that. I'm just going to stay right here. You know you're lying. Pick one thing. Well, I'm not sure. Go to both. Amen. So if you can bow your head and close your eyes, we're about to dismiss right now into prayer. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that these areas in our life, Father God, that we would apply, Father, we wouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed, but God, come to you for, for freedom, for forgiveness, God. Father, I pray for healing. The Father, as we pray, I pray that healing will go out in Jesus' name. The Father God, you will begin to change our thoughts, Father, and change the way we speak to give you glory, to bring back the praise to you, Father God. Father, our chief end, the chief end of man is to bring you praise. And Father, we give you this time. Let your Holy Spirit work in our lives in these areas. In Jesus' name. Right now, if that's you, I just want you to go to a corner right now. Everybody in this room, come on.
I just want I just want us to pray in a group. I see that we're praying individually. I would like for us to pray as a group. So, so ladies, start just making circles around and just start praying. I just encourage you and challenge you just to step out in prayer, guys. If you don't move, God's not gonna God's not gonna do anything. We have to respond. Come on.
Amen. Just a couple more minutes. Just one more minute. Then we're just going to close out in prayer. Amen. We're going to close out in prayer. I'm just going to have Vince come up to the front and close out in prayer. Father God, Lord, I just want to thank you for this time, Lord Jesus, that we can just learn and grow in you. Let our faith just grow by learning your word and just listening to Adam over here just preach and pour into us, Lord, as all the rest of the leaders here do. And just thank you, Lord, for giving us this opportunity to have a church like this that can just open it up to everyone. And let us just be able to share our faith with anyone that we meet, regardless of the way they look, the way they are, and just open up to everybody, Lord Jesus. In your heavenly name I pray. Amen. Y'all are welcome to fellowship in the student center. Have fun. And give it up for Vince, y'all. Give it up for Jesus. Come on. Good job, bro. I I guess exactly what he said. Guys, we're going to leave it open. We're going to leave this this 